It is my esteemed pleasure and honor for the 25th time in the history of the Digital Gumbo Podcast to say the magic three words that start the after party. Hit it, maestro! After the party, it's the after party. I appreciate that. You allergy sufferer and you have a nasal thing going on, but you know what? We could not start the after party without you. This is... Episode 97, the after party number 25. This is the DGP Digital Gumbo Podcast Black to School Special. Y'all remember the ABC after school special used to come on Wednesday afternoon on ABC? This is our version, the Black to School Special. What y'all think about that? Yeah, that's they used to say on that one, like, um, the more you know, the more you grow. What's the little thing they used to say? No, no, that was on NBC. That was on Oh, NBC. yeah, yeah. Remember, That's like, cool. uh, John Travolta, the boy in the plastic bubble and shit? Oh, yeah. And my mom's having a baby. That was some scary shit, boy. I don't know. I didn't. What? <laughs> that was one of the after-school specials. I saw that when I was five. I was just like, I don't think I'm supposed to be watching this. Then I had a whole <laughs> bunch of questions when my mama got home from work. I was like, what in the hell? And I didn't understand the boy in the plastic bubble at all. I was like, why is he living there? How does he shower? How does he go number one? How does he go? It was like a lot of questions. Well, you should have not. The showering piece was not as important as you might think, as we have found out. Well, this is true. <laughs> this is true. And, 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 and truth be told, we all had to live in a bubble for a hot, hot minute. Well, not a hot minute, a long minute. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Nookie Bishop Jr. here with T. Petty and Adris Elbow. Man, we ain't done this in about a month. T. Petty, how was San Francisco? Oh, man, San Francisco was a good time. Your girl is tired. I think the whole week I probably got about 15 hours of sleep from Sunday to, to the next Saturday. And so I'm still catching up. But you know, I've done a lot of shit since the last time I talked to y'all. I went to a concert. I think I traveled somewhere else. Yeah, it's been a lot going on. Okay. But it's all been good. It's all been good. Travel and leisure personify what work sprinkled in. That's what's up. That's what's up. Adrice Elbow, uh, run down your calendar. You had birthdays. You had anniversary. Them kids went back to school. What you been doing since since the last podcast? Yeah, all of that happened, Nook and T. Patty, right? Uh, my son celebrated his eighth um, birthday. My wife and I, yeah, he's eight now, full eight. My um, wife and I, we celebrated 21 years um, together. So happy anniversary uh, to, to Mrs. Idris Elbow. I love you. Uh, so a lot happened. And obviously, uh, the fall came in. And it brought in all the allergy stuff. So I'm dealing with allergies mm -hmm. right now. So if I sound a little stuffy, that's what it is. 
Now, Nook and, and T. Petty, I'm going to ask you this, because I, I, I made me a hot toddy. Do y'all know what goes in a hot toddy? What's the recipe for a hot toddy? Tea and bourbon? Is that what goes in there, T. Petty? Okay. Water, lemon, bourbon, honey. There you go. Y'all got it right. So that's what I'm sipping on. I got some, um, I got some lemon and ginger tea, mm. some bourbon, and, um, and some honey. Now, I was tempted to, like, leave out the tea and the honey <laughs> <laughs> and the water <laughs> and just go with bourbon. But I, I'm going to tell you why I didn't do it, Nook and T. Petty. You know why I didn't do that? Why? Because, okay, I went looking for some allergy medicine. You know how, like, oh, I need some allergy medicine. Oh. And, I, and I went looking, you know, through my, you know, little medicine cabinet and everything. And I found some allergy medicine. But y'all know how I like to shop at the dollar store. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy! Oh, so, 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 I, so I find it. So yeah, you're right, T. I brought it last season, last season, and they ain't had no brand name. It just said uh -huh. in, in bold white letters, "Sinus." <laughs> 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 and I and I, I was like, okay, this finally expired. But I took some, and they ain't do nothing. So I, I think it was probably expired. Like the dollar store medicine don't don't last you from season to season. You got to take it as soon as you you buy it off the shelf. Can I give you a little advice? Okay, go ahead. I used to know one of my homeboys, and they had a real nice job. He would just like on the creek creep like every two weeks go and load up and take a little bit of this and a little bit of that from the uh, medicine cabinet. You know, like the first aid kit at work, man. Any kind of gauze, band-aids, scissors, burns, <laughs> sinus medicine, headache, uh, smelling salts, uh, you name it. He had it. It was, it was, his medicine cabinet was dope. And it was all that <laughs> shit he took from his job. It was great. I was like, wow, I'm impressed. Yeah, that, that's pretty good right there. Cause because that's what is there for you to use it, but right. you just take a little bit at a time. That's that like good. It's a wellness yeah. program, yeah. So you just take a look. You can't take like a whole box of shit like, who took the damn? You know, you got to take your two here, <laughs> two there, two there. You know, but like, why is the sinus medicine missing? No, you got to take your two tablets and then they come and they replenish it like every quarter and then you load up. Then when it be time for winter, you be good to go. Be some good shit in the, uh, in the first day kit. Uh, that that tape, that gauze and that gauze. You know, when you like... Uh, Scratch yourself or bleed and stuff, and you got to put all that stuff in. That shit is expensive. Wait a minute, why are you scratching yourself and bleeding? What's happening here? I mean, you know, you might work with metal or something like that, and you might, you know, get a cut. You might cut yourself, but if you take that stuff, and that does happen at least once a year, maybe you prepared, you ready to go. That stuff don't expire, you know. And then that's that's like that's actually like you helping the job because you staying well. Exactly. So basically. With you that bandaged up finger. I don't know how you type with that bandaged up finger, but you know, you just <laughs> tough it out. Tough it out. All right, listen, y'all, this is what we're going to do. The Black to School Special, Digital Gumbo Podcast, Black to School Special. I will give you a choice of subjects. There will be no spelling. There will be no math, but this shit is going to be 
Very, very interesting. So well, you took away two of my favorite subjects, but all right, come on. Okay, well, I don't want you to cream, you know, Idris, you know, I mean, we got to kind of balance it and make it, make it fair. Cause you be the one that's yeah, at least make it competitive. Yeah. You at least make trigonometry and shit. I'll be like, I don't get know your, what the answer get your is. Wait up, bro. Don't blame me. All right, fine. Fine. We'll do okay. it without two of my favorite subjects. All okay. right, cool. Okay. T Petty, everybody can't be a blur. Everybody well, can't that be a ain't my nerd. problem. <laughs> Why I gotta suffer? Fine, I'm not gonna be a brat though. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. All right, T. Petty. I'm gonna give you the choice between weather, like uh, nautical science, or geography. Uh, weather. Weather. Six companies have gone. I'm gonna give you a fact or like a little factoid uh, before we do every story. Six companies have declared insolvency, property insurance company in Florida as Hurricane Ian is approaching Florida, Tampa Bay specifically, after leaving Cuba. Uh, what have you seen on Hurricane Ian? We know it just left Cuba, but uh, I just want to say our thoughts and prayers are with everybody uh, down on the west coast of uh, Florida. Hurricane Ian, T. Petty. Well, it's apparently been wreaking havoc. Not apparently. It's been wreaking havoc. So Puerto Rico, half the island is still without power. Uh, Cuba is in rough shape. And now Florida, like the west coast of Florida is like dead in its sight. I think it's it veered a little bit earlier today. So it might be a little bit worse than what they're forecasting. I mean, it ain't looking good. So Every hurricane season, we have these discussions and people are like, ah, why aren't people leaving? Did it ever occur to anybody that people don't have the resources to just pick up and leave at a moment's notice? That requires that you have a job that will give you that time off, that you have sufficient credit or extra money just laying around to go and set up, A, to travel to a whole nother state, so you got to have gas in your car. You got to have a reliable car or you had to have the means to fly out like a couple days ago. Then you have to have money to, once you get to wherever you're going to stay in a hotel or even stay with your people because you got to like buy food. You got to have gas to get to where you're going. Get like it's not car. as simple. It's just right. It's picking up and leaving for everybody. So for those who are able to evacuate, fantastic. And I hope the, their property damage is not as extensive as they are forecasting. For those who were unable to leave, um, I'm just praying that this storm is not as strong as they're saying that it's going to be, um, that the damage is not as extensive, that there is no loss of life. Um, and that the state gets back to its normal operations as quickly as possible. I mean, I know I'm saying this knowing the history of like hurricane preparedness and all that, um, but Uncle Joe has done his part. He's already declared a disaster so that the for like forces can be mobilized and funds released asexually, but people still got to hunker, hunker down and, and get through this storm. So who next couple of days is going to be rough. Absolutely. Well said, T. Petty. Dries, on the west coast of Florida, they have shallow water, which can get picked up by the hurricane. The water is actually, they say, uh, 89 or 90 degrees, um, which is making empowering uh, the hurricane. So Hurricane Ian, man, what have you uh, seen on the news? What have you heard? And you got any people down there in Florida? 
No, I so um, I used to have some family members down there. My wife does, and they usually kind of get hit in the same spot over and over again. And so I, I believe it or not, like I had lost track of this because you know when it hit Puerto Rico, like I was really into it and I was seeing what was happening. Then it went to Cuba, and then it's like I guess I had stopped watching it and keeping an eye on it. So that it's about to hit Florida and whatnot, like that. It's kind of new to me with y'all saying that. And so the, the, the thing that made me think about is like with storms like these, like they kind of, they just move through. They don't know no boundaries, right? And they don't take no time off. They just, they just burn through. And it seems like, um, you know, with climate change, folks are saying those storms are, those really bad storms are getting more frequency that they're mm -hmm. coming around more and more. And they are also more deadly as they do that. And so I took my eye off it, but it's about to be right there in our backyard. So we got to be careful when we think about this. Weather is changing and climate change is driving it. Absolutely. We'll put some resources and links uh, into the uh, podcast episode notes. And uh, again, thoughts and prayers and uh, wishing the best uh, for everybody down there in Florida on the West Coast. This is episode 97. This is the after party number 25, the Digital Gumbo Podcast, DGP Black to School Special. We're going to be talking school subjects and uh, see what uh, Drees and uh, the knowledge that Drees and uh, T. Petty going to share with us. Bro, you are up. Geography or world history? Okay, both of these are terrible subjects for me. <laughs> I, I, yeah, okay, so ge geography or world history? Yes. All right, I'm really terrible at geography, so I'm going to go for world history. World history. Queen Elizabeth II died. Oh. Prince Charles is now King Charles III. Uh, this was the longest-ass funeral ever in the history of the world. Talk about either the whole just, I thought that they was going to say niggas needed to report to the nearest slavery center the way they was loving them colonizers on TV for three straight weeks. Hallmark Channel, Weather Channel, Nick, Nick Jr., they was all covering the queen. That's neither here nor there. Did you watch any of the coverage? And have you ever thought about what city and state you'd like to be buried at? All right, so a couple things with this. I did not watch the 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 queen's like stuff but i saw it because it was on every channel and everybody was talking about it but i wasn't like actively watching and um you know it's this whole thing where everybody has been talking about this idea of monarchy and um colonization right and i was thinking about this the other day i was like I don't, it's like the idea of monarchy is so embedded in our psyche that it is hard to imagine a world without monarchy in that way, right? Mm -hmm. And then I guess, and I was trying to figure out is monarchy itself bad or is it just the misuse of monarchy, right? For absolute power and domination, right? And so I was, it just had me thinking about like, could we do away with this idea of monarchy of like, you know, chosen people with a bloodline, 
But then I thought about it. I said, it would be no Black Panther if you got rid of monarchy. <laughs> Think about that. Because that's Black Panther. That's the bloodline, right? And then also, there would be no more Black Queen. Oh, you're a, you, you a Black Queen if you got rid of the idea of monarchy. So it, it just made me think about that. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, T-Pen. but what other monarchy in the world has a history of colonization and destruction as the original colonizers? Mm. Are there any African nations that have that kind of history? No. No, no not that kind of history. That's, what, that's why I was saying, can right. you have monarchy without the oppression? Well, obviously, and maybe, yes, I don't know. There were monarchies in Africa before the whites came along and fucked it all up. Like everybody's idea, the European idea of ruling is vastly different than our own. Now, our tra- I'm talking about like traditionally, but now because of the hundreds of years of exposure to their bullshit, I mean, we see the effects of corruption and stuff in African nations today. But traditionally, uh, rulers in Africa, they existed. I mean, there was, you know, the, the normal skirmishes and stuff like that, but there was not what came out of colonization and chattel slavery and all that kind of shit. That wasn't something that happened in other nations. That is a uniquely European uh, creation. The one thing that motherfuckers came up with that was original. Mm, 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 and of mm. course, it's to everybody's detriment, including their own. Mm. I want to give a shout out to uh, Harry and Megan, as uh, with all uh, families that we know, when the grandmama die, they do come together and families come together and put their stuff aside to get their mm-hmm. loved one buried. But that's uh, not true. What? For the most part, for the said, most, I mean, you, you, might, you might get somebody. They, they showed up. They showed up. They, they no, showed up. No, uh, no, 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 no. So I don't give a shit about the British or anything like that. But I do pay attention when Black people are involved because I just like to see the hypocrisy and the bullshit. And that's how I know. That's why they left and that's why they stayed gone because they treat them like shit. Mm. and Harry is protecting his wife as he should. So basically, Harry's telling them, you can suck my dick from the back. This is my wife, and these are my children. And we're here. Obviously, I guess he loved his grandmother, I assume. But I'm sure if Megan didn't love her husband, she would have told him, you can go over there and bury that bitch without me. But that would have caused even more trouble for him. So she went. But I recognize all the signs. How many of us who have been married or who are married have done some shit they ain't feel like doing for your in-laws because just to keep the peace in the family. Y'all know how I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how I go. And that's what I'm saying. You know, it's like, it's always going to be somebody that's going to act a fool at the funeral and fall the hell out and all that bullshit, dramatical shit. But, um, you know, they did come together and then they just got the hell out of there. But they, you know, they show face and show respect and came together. And, and that's what I, that's what I like about them. Like he gave up his crown for her. He's like, you know, I'm not even worried about it. His brother's supposed to be now he's his brother now is the Prince, but they came together and you know, showed up for the grandmother and then they just kept it moving. So that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. But my thing too, is like, um, um, uh, Harry, like he, like he don't get nothing. I tell him like he, he was, he was putting up with all the drama 
and had all the stuff, and he ain't even in line to be um king. <laughs> so like, no, why am I fooling with that? When you love I wouldn't a fool black with woman, it either. It'll make you. Yeah. Well, I yeah, think he's still in true. line, but he's after his bitch ass daddy, uh, his bald headed ass brother. I think the no, brother, no, 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 no. The brother is the prince now. Like when they split, they and, brother, they the... and then and then they go to the to the brother kids. And right. So he's, still, no he's still in line after his oldest brother's children, but he's not like next in line. Is no, no, he's no like yeah. he's like number five or six or whatever. I don't know how that. Works. Why are we talking about this? White I person? don't know. I don't know. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like he he was like having to put up with all the drama, and you ain't even, you you know. You, you ain't even in the line of succession or you so far down the line of succession. Like, why am I putting up with this? Y'all uh, drive my wife crazy. Y'all, you know, messing up my, you know, messing up my family life. I'm, I'm gone. He got his I freedom he now, though. He got his oh, freedom. Oh, yeah, They're yeah, yeah. Him. Absolutely. I absolutely see why he left. Like, his obligation is to his wife and his right. children, not right. his, his family. And he That's did the right thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. More men need to take heed. Take your mama heat. raised you, but she can't do for you what your wife can. And if she can, then y'all need to get the counseling. You got some issues. T. Petty, you're up. Uh, hey, wait, wait, wait. I got, I got one more thought. Yes, sir. Just one more thought. All right. So, you know, um, um, uh, Prince William, right? He got a little boy. Right? Yeah. He got a little boy. I wonder if he's looking at his uncle Harry with this beautiful black woman. I wonder if he's gonna like little black girls. It's like, you know, my auntie is so cool. Okay. She's so cool. She's so pretty. And he, he might, he might, you know, you we might get a black queen out of this at some point. He might, so he might, you know. He is looking at his his aunt and his uncle but he's also looking at how his uncle and aunt are being treated and he is also being raised in the family where somebody was asking about how dark their kids were going to be so mm -hmm. he's being yeah. in racism so yeah yeah i, yeah, I know but like like and what black girl want to be put through that bullshit like no. love ain't worth it girl just fucking but don't like marry him mm -hmm. <laughs> You never know. You still might. You never know how it's gonna turn out, T Petty. Contact T Petty for more relationship advice. <laughs> <laughs> T Petty, you are up. We still got geography on the table, and then we have astronomy. What the hell? Let's just get this geography shit out of the way because I don't. Geography is not my strong suit either. Geography. Geography, yeah, but then you took out spelling and math. Yes, this will be a well-rounded, very well-educated podcast. We know all the things. Geography. Massachusetts is one of the original 13 colonies. The biggest city in Massachusetts is in is Boston. Assess the Ime Udoka situation with the Boston Celtics, T Petty. Wait, T Petty. Woo! Don't that go off. Raggedy Clear the paint. Clear the paint. All right, all right, all right. So this is the thing. I mean, motherfuckers cheat, right? Mm -hmm. It is the blatant disrespect. So he was cheating on Nia Long, who A, unproblematic, B, just amazing. Like, who has anything bad to say about Nia Long? C, uh, he is cheating with somebody that he works with. Just, I mean, 
proximity. I get all that bullshit. But then he's cheating with a bitch who was who was setting up travel arrangements for his his girl, his fiance. Traveling secretary for the team. And then this same woman wow. after the affair was still arrested. So she knew all the ins and outs about where this woman was, her whereabouts. She knew more about Nia Long's business than Nia Long did. Disrespect, number one. Number two, after the cheating was going on, this same bitch was arranging for Nia Long to move her and her child to Boston. And then this motherfucker. Wait, wait, going, wait, she, had a, she, wait, she was the one moving them? She to was Boston. the one that was in charge of the, of the logistics or helping to arrange the logistics of Nia Long's move to Boston. So then let me the get- The plot back. thickens. Let's get back to this motherfucker. Not only was his dirty dick ass fucking around on Nia Long, just blatant disrespect, but he knew that this shit was about to hit the fan and he didn't even give her a heads up. Hmm. So she moved to Boston and then this shit hit the fan like the following week. See? Wait, it was, it was one week in between her moving and, and it coming out? It was like a week, but he wow, knew well before that. then. He knew that Boston was like the Celtics um, organization was investigating all of this because now the rumors are fast and furious about how it came to the attention. But one of the things I heard was that whoever he was fucking, uh, her husband overheard a conversation that they had on one of them fucking doorbells. See? Wait, wait, wait. She was Bobby. married too? Yes. Well, he's technically oh, wow. not married, but that's oh, okay. neither here nor there. He's in okay. a, he's allegedly was in a committed relationship. Well, yes. apparently, maybe only one of them was committed. Apparently, Listen, yeah. do whatever the fuck you want to do, people. You're grown. It's your dick. It's your cooch. Do whatever you want. How and ever. Let's just be upfront with the people that we supposed to be in a relationship with. Hey, you know what? I feel like fucking three other bitches. Hey, you know what? I feel like fucking three other dudes. Then let's have a conversation. If you ain't down with it, cool. But if you, you might be, you might say, you know what? Your dick is getting kind of boring to me. I'm into that. Let's go out and do these things. But to deceive somebody in that way, to blatantly disrespect them and then just play in their face. And he, you know, he probably had this girl all around her. I would be ready to commit murder if it was me. It's not just the cheating. Like people cheat, whatever. Fine. It's the disrespect. Like, haven't you ever heard of fucking discretion? That's the problem right there for me. Like the main problem. And somebody would end up in the Boston Harbor. Damn. Drees, this brother then lost a $3 million a year job. He only oh, been the coach in Boston for a year. Ain't you supposed to be coaching? And you might have had a better chance of winning the NBA finals if you wasn't doodly doodly doodling all over the town with the lady. <laughs> Not, what yeah, this Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, this story, like, I've seen it because it's it's popped in all the headlines and all on social media, but I haven't, like, dived into it. Because, you know, for me, it's just like, you know, it's it's a story of, like, infidelity in a, in a relationship, and I don't find that particularly interesting. I think it's interesting because he's, you know, the uh, the coach of, of the Celtics, and she's Nia Long, and everybody knows her, but, like, 
you know, outside of those two, it's just like, okay, it's they personal kind of stuff. But like T Patty hearing you tell it, it's like, ooh, that was yeah, I see why people are like talking about it. Cause it's like, wow, that's kind of beyond the pale. That's just you know, just, yeah. It's scandalous. Scandalous. One terrible. One, I didn't like that shit that TMZ was just outside the Celtics facility, just, uh, you know, taking pictures of random girls and be like, is this her? Is this her? Oh, is yeah, this that's her? Fucked up. That shit is, uh, that shit is, uh, what? Not that's cool. crazy. Yeah, that's, that is, they're that, just that, like, wow. That's not is cool. this her? Now, yeah. uh, that uh, rampant speculation has like touched on, like, people have been putting these women's names and pictures out on social media with no fucking evidence whatsoever. And that is terrible. Like, Wait, so, 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 so people don't even know who the, who the, who the woman is? No. No. She hasn't, she hasn't revealed herself and nobody else has accurately, you know, done anything with that. So that, that's problematic that they imagine somebody going to, you know, uh, Mrs. Bishop's job or, you know, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Elbow's job and just taking pictures, you know, they might take a picture of somebody that they don't even know that works there and they're just putting that shit online. That's some irresponsible shit. That's some shit that get motherfuckers stabbed and shot. Just let me, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The other thing is, T. Patty, hear me out. I think this is a conspiracy. Danny Ainge used to work for the Celtics. He's now running the Utah Jazz. Nobody want to come to Utah and coach. They got all these. <laughs> they got all these draft picks. I think he has some inside information, and he then he it. went with that shit. And then after the suspension is over, he gonna be like, "Eme, um, you can just come up here to Utah and coach." And you know Utah gonna get to the Western Conference Finals, but they gonna lose again because they are the Utah. So the there couldn't be like nobody was forcing him to fuck somebody else. No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that his career is over. Ain't nobody finna hire him. A, you're black. You don't get second chances when you're black. Everybody knows this. And two, you lack discretion. So all of this is a distraction in the run-up to the beginning of the season. And no organization wants that. Nobody's going to give him another chance and basically fuck him. I don't care. He can coach AAU or not. He can go to hell because what he did was, that was some bullshit. America is the land of second chances. We're going to see how this plays out. Well, let let me, I'm trying to throw this out. I'm pretty sure people have talked about this too, about like the suspension. And I, I would assume, this is me not knowing a whole lot, right? that one is is image and optics. You don't want that out there. But two, it, it, I don't know if she was a direct report to him because he's the coach. So I don't, I don't know if she reported to him or not, right? Because the coaching structure and then like the admin and not the admin, but the, you know, like the logistics of, you know, the other business of the team is like separate things. Yeah. But they so say no, think. but the clause in the contract says no fraternization, especially with subordinates. So like he's like employee number one. It's like the players, okay, but he's gotcha. the coach. Then like the I guess the owner, you know, so a general manager, then owner. So he's like third in line. I mean, essentially everybody is underneath you. So. Gotcha. Okay, that's that's what I was saying. That's that's the route they went where they did the year suspension is like is is for that. But I say, like, is there like was there something else that happened that like added told, to it and made it especially you well, know egregious? So they told him to stop. They and told then he him kept to stop. Going. Oh, they told yeah. him to stop. They, they to gave stop. him a warning. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, and he kept doing it. He kept and doing a, it. And apparently, what? also the other piece of that is, um, 
apparently she wanted to break it off, uh, allegedly, and uh, he wouldn't like stop pursuing it. So also sexual harassment on top. Okay, of all right, okay, that that makes sense to me because I it, it wasn't adding up in my head like. They was having an affair. They got caught. And he got suspended for a year. I was like, eh, you know, I know it's kind of jacked up, but a, a whole year. But the way y'all said it, that makes sense. Yeah. Like yeah, that's a piece of shit. Yeah. Like a consensual relationship can turn on a dime and become non-consensual in a motherfucking minute. Like that's just, you know what I'm saying? And this is a $10 billion corporation, right? Like they're going to sell the Phoenix Suns. We're not going to talk about them, but that team is going for 2.5 billion. This is the Boston Celtics, the most winningest franchise in NBA history. They know they could get 10 billion. They're not going to let some $3.5 million dude, they don't care who he is, put a $10 billion, you know, company in, in jeopardy. So we'll uh, see how this goes. And, uh, uh, might be looking good for some other teams, but but, but nah, T Petty, I think T Petty right. He he ain't going nowhere else. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't going nowhere else. That is a fucking rap. Crazy. You're listening to the Digital Gumbo Podcast, DGP Black to School Special. This is After Party number 25, episode 97. Our full library of episodes is available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also tell your smart speakers to play the Digital Gumbo Podcast and magically we appear. You can take us with you, download episodes, do what you got to do, and uh, you know get some laughter into your day. Dries Elbow, we have astronomy or education. I'm gonna go with astronomy. I wanna go with the stars. Now this is an audio thing. It's three, four dollar, but I'm gonna play this sound. I want you to identify the sound. Let me put it right up here next to the mic. Hold on, you ready? All right, here we go. I'm ready. All right, play it again. Okay, Name, I mean, I, I don't know if you're right. gonna get to listen to it. All right, all right, all right. Oh, wait, I, I, okay. I Name know what that this sound. one is. You know what it I is? I know what this one is. Tell that me. That is the sound that comes, emanates from a black hole. That is correct. Ding, 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 ding. 1865 yeah. points and, for you. And you know, I'm gonna explain how you get that sound. All right. Oh. Y'all ever been in the bathroom? And you be in the bathroom and you look at the water and you see how it go down the, down the sink and it swirl around and switch around until it go down the little hole. Like the so vortex. When I, like the vortex. When I hear that, you know what that remind me of? You ever been to like a, a, a NASCAR race when the cars oh, yeah. be going around like, yeah. yeah. When they, when they turn it up and they say crank it up and then it comes, yep. boom, boom, boom. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> That's what it sound like. I think it's just like stuff circling around, going down the drain. That is the black hole. That is correct. Also, I said that this was three, four dollar. One NASA is attempting a uh, another moon landing. Additionally, they just blew up uh, with something called the Dart System, the Double Asteroid Retrieval System, or I don't know what the hell. All right, this this, this one was suspect. They blew up an asteroid that was coming towards Earth. 
Yeah, this was suspect to me because they said they was testing it. They cr they they purposely crashed the dart into an asteroid to test a defense system for an asteroid coming to Earth. Mm -mm. That sounds like and a bad so, movie. Yeah, and it sounds suspect. And you got like all them jokers now trying to go to space. All of a sudden, I was like, what is they telling us or not telling us mm. about what's happening out there? Mm. Also, Dries, uh, t Petty, I'll get to you in just one second. What happens if a big asteroid fragment comes uh, in close contact with Uranus? Okay. He said Uranus. How old are y'all? This is the school edition. That will always be funny. Well, they didn't say you was it was funny school. in school and it's still funny now, T. Petty. Oh my God. Okay. T. Petty, astronomy, uh, black holes, Uranus, asteroids, and moon landings. Take any one of those and run with it. Uranus, please. Uh, absolutely fucking not. Uh, so the noise that a black hole makes is actually really fascinating first of all space is terrifying and fascinating at the same time like any fucking thing could be out there and i don't know why we keep going up there and calling attention to earth but eventually independence day is going to happen mm. and uh unfortunately we live right right in the epicenter like you ain't seen none of them uh spaceships over like nebraska <laughs> <laughs> So when it happens, we're going to be fucked up. Um, but I still think that it is very interesting. I have no desire to visit space. It's just a lot of shit that could go wrong. But like looking at the pictures of like the Milky Way and the Northern Lights and black holes and universes devouring planets and debris, that shit is, is, is fascinating, but it is scary. I love that Aurora Borealis. They always have the yeah. green in the background when they take yeah, pictures of those. Beautiful. Now, it's are you going to ever go somewhere where you can actually see it? Because all the places you can go, like I have no interest in going to Alaska. Yeah, Utah, like Norway, Colo maybe like Colorado, but you know, mm -mm, no, mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not in the parts where there will be other black people. Exactly. Exactly. Damn. T. Petty, you're up. We have education or what is this? Uh, education or physics? Uh, physics. Physics. California has banned the sale of gas only cars by the year 2035. The state of Virginia has followed suit. No gas cars in California or Virginia beginning in 2035. What's that got to do with physics? You put gas in your car, turn the ignition, press the pedal, and you go. The car goes through air. It's, 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 it's the uh, it's acceleration and deceleration. Of thermodynamics. Yeah. Exactly. Doppler effect. That's all physics. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely. That's like environmental. No, that's but physics. Fine. The cars I mean, itself. We're talking about force equals mass times acceleration. We're talking about gas versus electric. But, how, but that gets you where you're going, though. Oh, you know? my God. We, also, we, object at rest tends to stay at rest. The object in motion tends to stay in motion. That's get physics. Get your ass out of here. <laughs> That's Isaac Newton and shit. <laughs> Sir Isaac Fig Newton. Um, actually, I think that this 2035, like that, I don't know. It seems like a very long horizon when the Earth is getting steadily hotter, apparently, by the day. 
um, all these fucking hurricanes and sea levels are rising. The water is too hot. Something else is too cold. Like 13 years from now, seems like by then we might all be dead. But it's a step in the right direction, I guess. But um, what's more interesting is that in light of that news, I mean, not more interesting, but what is also interesting is that in light of that news, car manufacturers have actually added jobs since the Rona. Mm -hmm. So they are moving to retool some plants so they can build electric cars, et cetera, et cetera. Um, So it's interesting. Did you know back in the 1900s that there were like 30 to 40% of the cars on the road were electric? I did not know that. Yes, indeed. And then the Fords took over and put gas engines in them, and we ain't been the same ever since. Yeah, I, I did not know that. It was some kind of hook of sham around uh, people wanting to sell, like, um, gas. Mm. Probably so, got to do with, like, Standard Oil and all them rich Yeah, those people. motherfuckers. Fucking yeah. Rockefellers and Standard like Oil that. and shit. So, um, but, oh. yeah, going back to that, like, y'all know I've I tool around an electric car from now and again, and they're actually pretty interesting. Like, I don't have any problems out of them. They ride really smoothly. I haven't taken one, <clears throat> excuse me, on a really long road trip where I would have to like stop and recharge, but I have friends that have electric cars and it's, you know, it's like a quick 15, 20 minute stop is much cheaper than gas. I think the range on these, at least the one that I drive sometimes is about 300 miles. So that's not too shabby. Okay. That's which is about up. that's about what you would drive anyway before you would stop to fill up your car. Right? Yeah, yeah that's that's good. That's good. But T I'm like you. I'm like, I ain't giving the car industry no credit on this though. Because they, they ain't doing nothing for the environment. Like the only reason they're doing this is two reasons. One, they say, oh. If we go from electric, that means they gotta buy buy new cars. <laughs> Everybody yeah. get new cars, well, so I it's mean, more money for them. They're in business so, to make money. They're not in yeah. business. Yeah, it's like else. it's like oh, they got they got need to get all new cars. Or California, like okay, you can't. Okay, so that's one. It means buying more cars, so they're gonna do that. And then the second one, I know they know now, even though they don't want to admit it. It's like fossil fuels. That's a limited resource. Yep. You yep. know, eventually it's gonna run out, and they're just like, "Oh snap! We might as well start making vehicles that don't depend on this thing that's gonna completely run out." Hmm. So that's that's them. That's why they're doing. T Patty, why they doing it? Hmm. T Patty and Dries, let me tell y'all a story. Y'all know your boy used to sell cars, right? Did no. you know that T Patty? <laughs> I did not know that. I, I, a- I knew that. I used to be an automobile salesman. So this guy comes in with a Prius. It's a hybrid. And I was, he was my customer. He's like, I want a fuel efficient vehicle. I want a hybrid. I'm going to sell you this hybrid, blah, 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 blah. And I want the most fuel efficient vehicle you got here. Well, the dealership I was working at ain't really have no fuel efficient vehicles. And this guy was adamant. He banging on the desk. I want a fuel efficient vehicle. He sold us his Prius. He test drove the biggest SUV that we had on the lot that had the worst fuel efficiency. I think it got maybe 13 in the city and 19 highway and it was diesel. $47,000 later, he walked out the damn door with the new keys to his new big ass SUV. That's why when people say shit, I just 
roll my eyes and look the other way. Half the people that you talk to just don't know what the hell they're talking about or know, you know, what the hell they want. So that's where uh, some of my now, how do you go from a Prius to a big ass? Yeah. Because like I took a, he took a test drive. He took a test. He loved that shit. It's cavernous. It's like a spaceship. <laughs> Wow. Was big. Especially when you when you come out of Prius, like Priuses are nice. Yeah. But I'm talking about they ain't, they ain't luxury and size. Now, like they're not known for that. So when you get that, you be like, wait, they're kind of nice. The only thing that was green about that big ass SUV that he left with was the color. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was it. Um Dream wait, wait, hold on now, wait. So my car is 20 years old. I guess it's got to be a grandfather clause. Like if you're in California, you can't know new yeah. cars. Right. But like right. it's going to grandfather in all the old cars. So they're going right. to be around. It's going to take a while for all that to, to cycle through. Right. Yeah. No, you and can't. It, it, starting with 2035, no new cars will be gas only. It'll only be. Yeah. I don't even think they'll be hybrids. I think they're going to be all electric. So, yeah. But you you know what? It's going to be like Cuba. You know how like with Cuba they did that embargo? Oh. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, got got the in the 1950s. Mm-hmm. That's how it's going to be. That's how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. In Dresa, California. You funny. Dresa, is are you up? Yep. Yep. Dresa. I think it's on me. Dresa, we got. Education. I would take sex, sex education, please. No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> education or zoology? All right, I'm going to go with zoology. Zoology. Florida is the only state in America that has both alligators and crocodiles. Spotted earlier this summer in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. A baby, maybe about eight years old, little girl, with an emotional support gator, she brought her gator on a leash to the splash pad, and they cleared out about a 10 to 12 foot radius around her while her and her <laughs> emotional support gator had fun at the splash pad. Emotional support gator, Idris Elbow. Listen, all right now. Okay, I understand the value of an emotional support animal, right? But at some point, you gotta say that this emotional support animal could be emotionally traumatizing to other people around you. You just got you gotta admit that, right? Like, yes, this might be your emotional support animal, and it might be your animal of choice, but also bringing a alligator or a crocodile to a water park with other kids is emotionally traumatizing to other kids. Not if they stay 10 to 12 feet away. Wow. The, and the I, alligator was well behaved. I know, but it's an alligator. I understand that. Just don't touch it. That's not and your water. emotional support gator. That, that, know, that gator you, was you loving the pop-up things with the little splashy pad. You don't know where the water's coming from. That gator loved that. The gator was well behaved. The little girl was well behaved. He was on a leash. And she was right there in the splash pad. With well, I tell you, you, ain't, you definitely got to worry about nobody snatching her up. That's <laughs> she, right. she can play in the little water bag all by herself. Ain't nobody going to snatch her up. That's right. That's right. Y'all T-Petty. cannot get through one potty without talking about a goddamn animal story. <laughs> emotional Animals is everywhere. Gator. Fuck out of here, emotional. You going to get something that can eat you as an emotional support animal? It, it's working for her. Oh, I didn't think about that. 
Oh, <laughs> moving on, please. Next story. <laughs> T. Petty, uh, we have education. No, I'm sorry. We have, yeah, education or gerontology. Uh, give me education. Education. It's a three-pack. Uh, schools are giving these kids who are in school right now extra time to get their shots, including a COVID vaccine. Also, they said through the pandemic that these kids' uh, reading and math levels are at a 20-year low. Uh, I did have another education story, but I have uh, forgot it. Uh, <laughs> so what oh, is your oh, question oh, oh i'm sorry and the sexy teachers is clapping back uh you know uh relatively uh new graduates coming into the classroom um you know what uh the parents and others are saying they're dressing sexy have their instagram pages the parents are saying that um you know the sexy teachers need to tone it down a little bit and the sexy teachers was like it is what it is i'm teaching your kids and you're lucky that i'm here teaching them so we got sexy teachers the kids brain drain or the shots for the kids so Listen, we can just talk about all of it. A, we don't need to be delaying no fucking shots. You need vaccinated vaccinations to get into schools and everything for years. Uh, delaying them just means to outbreaks. Like there is a state of emergency around fucking polio in New York right mm. now. And people think delaying shots is the answer. Fucking stupidity. Sexy teachers. First of all, what you doing on your teacher's your kids' teachers' Instagram page. Mind mm. your business, number mm. one. Number two, this disproportionately affects black and brown women because we tend to be more curvy. So just because y'all used to bitches built like rectangles don't mean we're all built that way. Not and rectangles. I don't have to dress in a fucking tent because you're uncomfortable. Tell your husband to quit looking at my ass. That's really what it's about. Mm. Like, why are you sexualizing little kids? Little kids don't care about care about that they just want to color have their little juice snacks and go about and snacks and go about their business so that's hmm. some bullshit and brain drain of course there's fucking brain drain they have had inconsistent um instruction for well over two years children are also experiencing all the same stressors that we're experiencing you think they don't know that their parents are stressed the fuck out parents have had to to work full time and teach in some cases. A lot of times uh, the home situations are not optimal for these kids that we're talking about, especially in the inner city. So they've had to deal with how eating, where a lot of these kids get at least two meals a day. Mm. All that went away with, with the Rona. And mm. so it's hard to concentrate on reading, writing, arithmetic when your ass is hungry. Not to mention all the other social upheaval that's been going on. So, I mean, I don't know what, what kind of miracles they're expecting teachers to work. And they should be glad that anybody even wants to be in that profession. A, they don't get paid enough. B, they get treated like shit. C, they're banning books left, right, and center. D, you can't even provide like emotional support to your students because they're banning that shit as well. Think calling you a fucking groomer and a pedophile mm. they would all have to suck my dick you want me to do this for 40 grand a year get the fuck out of here i can double my money or triple it and go be a consultant today and then you teach your little dumb ass kids and see how that works out 
there's that. There's God that. bless you, teachers. I got y'all back because y'all be putting up with some bullshit. Yes, thank you, all teachers, all teachers. Drees, I'm going to give you an impression of a famous educator before I get your thoughts on the education stories. <clears throat> okay. Code red, code red, the eagle has landed. Code red, code red, the eagle has landed. Get them chains off the doors. <laughs> used to call me yes, crazy Joe, and now they call me Batman. Uh, sexy teachers, brain drain, and these kids, uh, the educational uh, system, school systems delaying these shots for these kids. Okay, I, I will say, I think one of the hardest jobs right now is being a teacher. And, and the reason why I say that, t Petty outlined a lot of it, right? The pay isn't great, right? You are going, you know, into this atmosphere of kids that may or may not be vaccinated during a pandemic, right? So it's like a health risk, frontline worker kind of thing. Then you have this all-out assault on teachers and what they can teach, Right. And it's slowly being rolled back on what they can share and what they can talk about in the classroom. So it is it is really rough out here on educators and teachers right now. I think it's probably one of the worst times to be an educator or a teacher uh, just because of all the stuff that's that's happening. So that's one. The second thing I want to say about about dressing sexy in the classroom is I just want to go on the record and say the dads don't have no problem with that. <laughs> that, is, that was not the dads. <laughs> no dad was up there complaining. No dad was up there complaining to the principal or complaining to nothing. Matter of fact, you probably had some dads that was volunteering to be the room parent. <laughs> like, I'll be the room parent. <laughs> this year, you probably had more dads coming up to the school, you know, than, than you ever did before. So, um, so it wasn't dads complaining about that. It was that probably to, other people. Add that to what teachers have to deal with: sexual harassment from these whack ass dads. Mm. Yeah. Well, that that might be another one too, right? So they got to deal with a whole lot. There's a whole lot. Education is rough right now. And what? And what's the other one? It was one more. Oh, the shot. The shots. The brain. The oh, teachers oh, in the brain drain. So let me tell you about the shots now. So you know it's been a pandemic, and we usually take our kids for yearly physicals, but because of the pandemic, we missed that year, right, for that physical thing, and they missed their shots. And they keep tracking that in the school, and they say, look, if you don't get these babies their shots, they don't bring them back here no more. Exactly. And guess what? We got an appointment next week to go get them shots because they going to school. That's right. And we want to protect the kids too, but they got to go to school. Yeah. So yes, get them, get the shots. Now I understand like a, a lot happened over the past two years and you get out of whatever. That's okay. You got, you got some great spirit, but go get your shot. I hear that. Get in school. I hear that. This is episode 97 of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. This is after potty number 25, silver edition. This is the DGP, the Digital Gumbo Podcast, Black to School Special. We throw on out different subjects for Drees and T. Petty, and they're giving us their thoughts on uh, what's going on in the world. Drees, you are up. We have aviation or gerontology. I'm going to go with gerontology, which is a study of gerontology. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Uh, 
Uh, Post-pandemic, the U.S. life expectancy has hit a 100-year low. So that theoretically your great-great-great-grandfather lived longer on average than uh, today's uh, adults are expected to live. Uh, assess this. Yes, I'm going to tell you what it is. It is systemic inequality turning into health disparities. That's exactly what it is. And you know how I know? I can tell you right now in Baltimore, between two neighborhoods that are side by side, one predominantly white, one predominantly black. Predominantly white neighborhood has more resources, mm -hmm. more higher income. And you know the difference in life expectancy between those two neighborhoods, look? One lives to be 84. What do you think the other one lives to be? Life expectancy. 62. 65. About 64. Wow. 64. That's the difference. Just by zip code. Just by zip code, you can, you can say it's a life expectancy difference. That's what that is. It's like, while we have gotten probably more medical advances than um, past generations, right? Than our parents' generation or grandparents' generation, right? Medical advances and stuff like that. Also, systemic inequality has continued all that time. So that's how we were so, because that's working in the background. And as wealth get, has gotten concentrated more and more to the haves, and our distance between the have and have nots is wider, health disparities is wider. Is, is wider. So that's how we get that. Mm. T. Petty, life expectancy in the U.S. hits a 100-year low post-pandemic. Of course it does, because people don't care about life in this country, clearly. So they want to do dumb shit to expose themselves to a deadly virus. Um, so not surprising. Not surprising at all. Now, I do wonder. I did see that story, but I wonder about um is the gap between black and white life expectancy as big or did it get bigger i'm oh, sure it got yeah. bigger i'm sure it got bigger like right what they say when uh yep. when i know the wealth, the cold, wealth we get the, the wealth gap got bitter bigger so yeah i would imagine probably the life expectancy gap got bigger too yeah yeah that's crazy that's crazy uh t petty aviation or this day in history this day in history. This day in history, August 31st, Starbucks rolled out their pumpkin spice latte. Also, Walmart distributed their Christmas toy catalog. Is August 31st too early for pumpkin spice latte and Christmas toy catalogs? Yes, and yes. So uh, the pumpkin spice stuff, that shouldn't show up until around now, like a month before Halloween. And Christmas stuff should not be showing up until November 1st. Like I'm sick of it. Why am I going to the store or these days looking online and you got Christmas shit out in July? Like, damn, can I enjoy the rest of the summer? Why are you trying to rush me through the rest of my seasons? That's some bullshit. And then it lasts and lasts and lasts, obviously because they suck suffering people into spending more money. Like the shopping season used to be what six weeks, 
maybe, maybe two months. Like now Thanksgiving it's to months? yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's ridiculous. They ain't suckering me in the shit. You get twenty five dollars. Uh, <laughs> what, what's no. that called? Cash app or or Venmo? And that's Merry Christmas. That's it. You know, I, I do think though that all right when it first came out with the catalog coming out of August, I I can understand coming out of August because. Back then, it's like you was putting stuff on layaway, or if you was you was ordering something, it may take a while to ship it, and you're trying to get it before Christmas, and everything just moves slower. So I can see you putting it out in August because people are prepping and preparing for like Christmas and trying to figure it out and stash your money away to do it. But now in this day and age, when you can get stuff like overnight or or the you same know, day, yeah, mm-hmm. or the same or the same day. Then yeah, it's like it's it, it's it kind of smacks of just being greedy now. It's just greedy. Uh, who who did the what's call it? The oh, the, they made up the try to make up a holiday. The um the one that the the rainforest people. <laughs> they tried to be oh, like oh, it was like oh, June oh, or the July. Prime or day, Prime day. Yeah, yeah, yeah in July yeah. they full. Which is July. So they, they try to make shit. a whole nother like Christmas shopping day. That's ridiculous. Yeah, That's and ridiculous. they hook a shaming people too because. The stuff they claim is marked down. Mm, Sometimes, most of the time, is not. It's like that jewelry store shit. Be like, it's half off because you jacked up the price forty percent before you put it on sale. <laughs> I know a little bit, not a lot, but I know that. Damn it, uh, Drees, you got aviation or nutrition? Well, I thought it was on T Petty. It's my turn. Is okay. it on T Petty? No, no. T. Patty okay. had the uh, the August thirty first this day. In oh history. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with nutrition. Nutrition. School lunch. It ain't. It better be that like Friday pizza, that little square pizza that you get. <laughs> that was the best damn pizza. You can't get that pizza nowhere. Um, nutrition. These cereal companies are out here putting out commercials talking about if you tired of chicken, you should have cereal for dinner. Also, in what? Me- yeah, that's one. The other thing. This is two for one. In Minnesota, 48 people have been indicted on felony counts. They stole $250 million, a quarter of a billion dollars in COVID relief fund, COVID relief funds that were intended for hungry children. So this is how the scam worked. They relaxed the rules for the little kitchens and you know the, the hunger centers for the kids. You could set one up in your kitchen if you want to. Yeah, because they was trying to feed people, right? They was trying right. to, you know. Well, they was trying to, but they didn't. So they was like making these like uh, kitch- kitchens and people's garages and stuff, hunger centers. They never fed the babies. They never bought the food. They took the money, about a million dollars a piece or so, and they bought property, jewels, and cars with the quarter billion that was supposed to be for the babies. And they set it up through a legitimate, the lady that was running a legitimate hunger center, she um, hooked up all her friends with the money. So uh, cereal for dinner or COVID nutrition fund theft? I think there's a special place and you know where for both of them. Mm-hmm. One for the, the babies now. Like basically what you did was because I, I read this story and it was basically making up names because they had to report back. Like how many meals did you give out? Who did you give it out to? And they was just making up stuff. Right now, fake names, inflating the numbers, and just basically not giving out food and taking the money and just pocketing it. That's just just straight up fraud and theft. 
right there. So special place. Now, this must be a new campaign by the cereal commercial, mm-hmm. right? So they must have got mad that like breakfast, oh, you can eat meat at breakfast. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all breaking into the territory of breakfast by having sausage and bacon. So we're gonna break into the dinner market and put and say if you get tired of eating chicken, then you can eat cereal. That you know, that's just they they trying to sell more cereal and trying to get people to eat it throughout the day. This is almost like um what they did with milk. They 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 did the same thing with milk. Hmm. They started pushing milk and they had to, trying to get more people to drink milk. Even though like a lot of black people is lactose intolerant, mm-hmm. <laughs> they push your milk. Mm-hmm. So that's what the cereal company is trying to push product. Mm. T. Petty, cereal for dinner, felony, COVID, theft, stealing from the babies. Uh, we don't, we can do a cereal for dinner. First of all, ain't nothing wrong with cereal for dinner because sometimes that's all I got energy to do. And y'all know I enjoy a good breakfast at dinner time. Brenner. So nothing wrong with cereal for dinner. I don't really have a beef with that. Um, but still in front, I mean, the fraud around COVID relief funds was running rampant. PPP, COVID relief, and we need, I hope we're going to talk about Brett Favre at some point in this mm-hmm. bullshit. Um, so like they can just go to hell, just send them straight to federal prison, then they can go to hell thereafter um it's just fucked up like people are just dastardly like why would you do some shit like that weren't we just talking about the inequities Mm -hmm. and how some of these babies the only square meals they get are at school Mm -hmm. take food out of their mouths like man fuck y'all a quarter billion damn that's brazen brazen you wouldn't go into no bank and steal no well they ain't got a quarter billion uh at the bank uh, you have to steal it electronically, but still a quarter billion dollars. Um, I forgot what the uh, what this story was, but in Greek mythology, there was this man, he did some real ill shit, and then he went to hell, and this raven would come in hell and eat his liver every day, and that's how he spent eternity. Oh, I hope yeah. these motherfuckers have to run a restaurant, and they can never complete the meal and get the meals out to the customers, and then they burn in hell for eternity, day after day after day. God forgives. I don't. You don't take uh, food out of babies' mouths. That's here nor there, so burn in hell, motherfuckers. Um, T. Petty, the last subject we have is aviation. It's two for one. You ready? I'm ready. A man at a flight school in Tupelo, Mississippi, stole a plane and landed it in a field. He's been charged with felony theft. Also, a man on a plane, nonstop flight from New York to Los Angeles, farted his way across the country on the plane. The man that was sitting next to him asked him if he had a gas problem. He was like, yeah, I can't do nothing about it. He farted the whole way. The man had two masks on. He asked him, could he go like to the bathroom and take a shit? The man refused. He farted on a five-hour flight all the way from New York to Los Angeles. Mm. Fart man or Tupelo plane theft? (laughs) Do I have to for either one? Uh, So the plane, 
listen, air travel is not the luxury that it used to be. Frankly, it can be unpleasant. Like if you're in coach, like, and then you got somebody sitting next to you who's just in fucking considerate. Like who does that? Why would you get your raggedy ball self on a cross country flight just to do some shit like that? Like buy two seats, stay your punk ass at home, do something to suppress the farts. Like that is ridiculous. There's an epidemic of people getting on doing shit like that, putting their feet up on oh, other. Oh no, people. that's unacceptable. That feet like, shit. All, like mm -mm, I mm -mm, will whoop mm -mm. your ass on this flight. You better hope it's an air marshal because mm -hmm. as we're flying, our nerves are already frayed thin. We're in this fucking aluminum tube, <laughs> and like six <laughs> inches is all between us and certain death. We done got harassed and groped coming through security. If we don't have pre-check and all that shit. Uh, we have paid too much for these damn tickets. We're probably hungry. A lot of us are probably drunk because we don't spend some time either at the bar or in the lounge or something like that. Like the plane is not the place to be getting on here, fucking around and playing with people. That man mm. is lucky that he did not get his shit rocked, honestly. Mm. And then the Tupelo plane theft. Okay, now see, I don't got distracted. Tell me again what happened. The okay. man at the flight school in Tupelo, Mississippi, just stole the plane and just flew it, and then he landed it in a damn field, and um, he's been charged with felony theft. That's like grand. Okay, theft. was that the man that was flying around? They thought he was gonna crash into the Walmart or something. Yes, yes, that okay. is him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the hell is wrong with these people. And I'm surprised felony theft is all he's charged with. Oh, he got more felonies than that, because but that's the main one. Because that's federal, right? Because you're dealing yeah. with the FAA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead and lock him up. Because I don't know what kind of dumbass shit that is either. Like, yeah. everybody just needs to relax. We are on edge, America. We don't need no extraneous bullshit. So mm. everybody just needs to go from point A to point B with as little conversation and annoying other people as possible. Mm. Drees, uh, fart man, that's unacceptable. Uh, two, if anybody ever put their feet up uh, next to me on the plane, I'm gonna spill my drink or my water, be like, you need to wash your feet. <laughs> and then I'm gonna get me another free drink. I'll be like, you startled look, me. <laughs> look, I'm, I'm gonna give, Nook, I'm gonna give you and T Petty this two solutions. So one, for the airplane, you know how, like, back in the day, you had that little uh, security bar that you put on your steering wheel? <laughs> mm -hmm. so, so nobody steal your car? The, you what was that, that called? The plane. No, I forgot no, the little... Was that the, 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 it was called the... I forgot It was just a bar. And you had a lock on it. And, um, and so you need that for the plane. That's the solution. Now, for this guy passing gas, I got it. This might already exist. Charcoal infused underwear. Mm. It's got charcoal in the liner of the underwear. So when you pass gas, the gas go through the charcoal, trap the smell. The club. There. That's what it was called. The, the club. club. The club. The club. <laughs> Need a club for the for the airplane. And then the the draws, we'll call them chalky blacks. <laughs> charcoal-infused underwear Sir. to stop gas smell. Mm. That's two solutions right there. 
Mm -hmm. Okay, I appreciate your solutions. T. Patty, we are <laughs> between third and home. Give me a quick final four. Shout out, prediction, flowers, or final thought? I got a final thought. That motherfucking Brett Favre. Mm. That raggedy, poor white trash motherfucker. Tell him what he did. Stole $5 million. So he was in cahoots with state officials in Mississippi. That mm -hmm. fuck ass, backwards ass state. Whereby he took $5 million meant for poor people in the state of which there are many because Mississippi is the poorest fucking state in this wretched ass country. Last. He colluded with them to funnel $5 million to him so they could build some kind of fucking volleyball facility where his daughter goes to college. Southern Mississippi University. And then the text message what? came out where he's texting back and forth with some broad that works in the administration like, yo, would the media ever be able to find out, A, how much money I got, B, that I got the money, and C, where it came from? And she's like, no, 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 it's cool, 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 cool. They are, they really, really think that um, they can just do any fucking thing and get away with it. And the sports media has not really picked this up. Now it's been $6 million, six million stories about that dirty dick uh, Boston Celtics coach. Very, very little comparatively mm. about Brett Favre and his pain, his uh, pill popping ass. Cause I forget that either. And remember when he was showing his dick to them girls? That report. Oh, whoa, he so did. Brett Favre ain't shit. He ain't been shit. He been a drug addict. He been showing his dick to people that don't want to see it. And now he has stole millions of dollars. I am disgusted. And if you get a chance, you need to watch what uh, Uncle Shannon Sharp had to say about it. Because he mm. did everything but cuss him out on national TV. Mm. Like, Man, dude, you are a fucking five million dollars to hundreds of board. millions of dollars over the course of your career, and yet you still want more. Just unmitigated greed, the gall, the caucasity of it all. Throw his ass in prison. He can serve time with his boy Trump. Somebody need to choke him with them copper socks he be selling and shit on the damn yeah, commercials. Yeah. Now, Colin, yeah. Colin Copper did yeah. what? Knelt mm -hmm. and was minding his African American business been drummed out of the fucking league, couldn't get a tryout to save his life. But Brett Favre still got TV, still got national commercial TVs, national TV commercials. He's still diddy bopping his dumb ass hither, thither and yon. He is going to, whoo, my grits are cooked. That's felony theft, plain it's, and simple. So and and misappropriation of funds. That's, yes. uh, that's wire fraud. Yep, so those people in Mississippi been copping deals. Mm. So I hope his ass go to prison. Let's see how many uh, Perka dance he can get in there. Mm. There you go. There you go. Drees, give me a quick uh, final four shout out, prediction, final thought, or flowers. Ooh, let me see on this one. You got me on that Brett Favre story. I was like, ooh, that's that's just bad. I'm, you know, I would go with. Uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to Mrs. Idris Elbow. For 21 years. God bless her. Putting up with me. <laughs> mm, yes, Lord. You need to give her more than flowers. E yes. So I give her all her flowers and recognition and say, I love you. 
I wouldn't want to be in this journey with anybody else. And happy anniversary. Speak on it. Speak on it. My man, my brother. Happy anniversary. To the elbows. That's what's up. I would like to. Don't worry about that, T Patty. (laughs) (laughs) I want to double down and piggyback on what Dries was saying. Happy anniversary to Mrs. Nook. 16 years. We just got back from the desert. Uh, it was hot as hell in Scottsdale. 115. It didn't, it wasn't no yeah, every day. Degrees. Every oh day. my god. At night, it didn't get no lower than 90. Uh, we just uh, had a good time. She went to the spa in the pool every day. I went to the spa, steamed out. Uh, they had an outdoor bathtub. I thought I was Prince in the uh in the uh uh when doves cry video, listen to <laughs> some music, drinking my Fiji water. Also, my get my liver back in shape from when we was out there. Uh, I drank for like two weeks straight and ate Wagyu beef dumplings, one of the most delicious things ever. Mm-hmm. We had a real great time, reconnected. And uh the other thing is um while we was out there. Uh, celebrating our anniversary. I think I have some type of aura. Black people, random black people that I do not know are coming up and smiling to me and I have a mask on. So I'm just like, what do they want or what do they know? I'm very suspicious, but I think going to Arizona has changed my aura. I don't know what color it is, but that was something very strange that we bought back uh, from the desert. Also, when we left Phoenix, it was 115 when we landed uh, back here in the mid-Atlantic, it was 62. My body went into shock. I was just like, what the hell? I'm still trying to warm up. So I'm at the age where 70 degrees or lower is cold. But uh, the most important thing is uh, happy anniversary uh, to Mrs. Nook. Again, putting up with me for 16 years. Not an easy feat. That woman is a saint, and I love her. So happy anniversary. Happy, happy anniversary, Nook. Happy anniversary, y'all. Oh, black love, romance. That's what's up. We got to get out of here. Listen, this is episode 97. Uh, this is after party number 25 for the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Remember, the Digital Gumbo Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Download, subscribe, rate, and review today. Download, subscribe, rate, and review today. We're available on your smart speakers. Just say, play the Digital Gumbo Podcast, and you're good to go. And we will be working on episode 98 soon. And I think next year we're just going to take September off. You know how they take off August in Europe? We're going to take off uh, September here in America. Uh, but uh, October is coming. And uh, actually, October is here by the time you guys get this. And uh, we'll be in full swing. Got 98, 99, and then 100. So we planning and, and getting things together. We got to get on it, though. It's coming up real, real soon. Y'all got any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nah, that's it for you. I'm good. All right. We'll see y'all next time on the Digital Gumbo Podcast. One love and peace. Peace, y'all.